Hey everyone, welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm your host, Junior Bindu, along with my co-host, Anthony Toma, along with our friend Kevin Summa coming in today from Maple Eye Care. Kevin's here to let us know how important it is for our vision to be checked up on and corrected. Also, we're here to support him with his new facility that he just opened up, and his office is located on Maple and Losser. So we're here to welcome him with his new uh, business along with the occupation that is entering in our community and much much needed so good to have you on brother thank how you, are you thank you good good so if you want to let the uh, audience know you know who you are and a bit about yourself and you know some of your background and your skill set so that way they get to know who Kevin Summer really is yeah for sure uh, so uh, Kevin Summer so I'm owner and uh, optometrist of Maple Eye Care and Eyewear in Bloomfield so we just opened up a couple weeks ago um, it's kind of been a, a passion of mine to get this practice open. I, I graduated optometry school about five years ago, and so I've been practicing and finally jumped ship to kind of do my own thing. Um, so built a brand new, beautiful facility um, to offer a kind of state-of-the-art eye care. So we're talking comprehensive eye exams, um, emergency eye visits, things that just, you know, think we take for granted our vision all day long. So we kind of check all those things with really cool equipment, kind of state-of-the-art technology. And then um, after we set you up with uh, the eye exam, get you into our optical, we've got a wonderful selection of glasses, sunglasses, contact lenses. So, you know, tons of options to kind of meet all your visual needs, demands. Sure. And obviously you just didn't with a snap of a finger open up a facility just like that. You had a little road to success to get to this point. So if you want to let some of the viewers know, you know, you where you worked or you know even your uh, your accolades like the schools and stuff that you went to to get to this point and um, the hard work it took to get to here so. for sure so um, I went to Wayne State um, graduated from Wayne State and then I went down to Florida Nova Southeastern for optometry school um, I was there till 2017 and then I came back home to practice uh, so I was practicing in Farmington for the past five years um, and that's kind of helped set me up to kind of open up the practice here um, you know, one of the misconceptions of a lot of times is, okay, optometrist, ophthalmologist, which one do I have to see, right? Yeah. Um, so and for optometrists, we go through four years of uh, undergrad training, and then we go through four years of graduate school. Okay. Um, and then after graduate school, we have an, uh, an option to do a residency in a wide variety of things like ocular disease, contact lenses, pediatrics, things like that. Yeah. So think of us as kind of like parallel to dentists. So okay. actually, in, in Nova Southeastern, one of the reasons I picked that school is because we actually did a lot of um, intertwining with the dentist. So I took anatomy lab with them. I took pharmacology with them. So we're trained very similar levels in terms mm -hmm. of uh, kind of the basics of being a, you know, a healthcare professional. Yep. Um, and then once you graduate, you know, eight years later, boom, you know, you're yep. an optometrist. Yep. So you, you think of me as kind of your primary care doctor of your eyes, right? So sure. I'm there to figure out issues, diagnose, treat, Kind of figure out your vision issues mm -hmm. um, and then you know if something's wrong that requires a surgery or something that's out of my scope of practice then you see an ophthalmologist sure so ophthalmologist is a little bit different so they go to um, undergrad first then they go to medical school for four years and then they match into an ophthalmology residency and that's usually about three years wow. so they're a little bit more trained in the um, eye diseases itself mm -hmm. they do more surgery so they, sure. they'll do lasik they'll do cataracts um, they do injections in the eye all the you know, the, the really intense stuff, eye mm -hmm. diseases. So I work hand in hand with the ophthalmologist all day long. Gotcha. So, you, you know, you've got your dentist who doesn't pull your, um, your, your uh, wisdom teeth, right? So you send it to an oral surgeon. And kind of the same thing. You know, I can't do your cataracts, I can't do your LASIK, but I'll assess you, I'll tell you if you're a candidate, I'll do your pre-ops, I'll send it to the surgeon, and then depending what surgeon you work, I'm working with, I'll even see you back for your post-ops. 
So really? I'm trained to handle all the pre and post up complications for a lot of kind of general surgeries as well. Got you. Whew, all this for <laughs> this young man. And he's just hitting his thirties, right? <laughs> Jeez. So that's a lot you accomplished for people to know that. That's um putting in eight plus years, that's a lot of dedication to get into it. And then you said you apprenticed for for how many years were you apprenticing before you finally did this? Um, so I was just working as a regular optometrist for about five years. I was in a private practice in Farmington and um, just doing my every day. And I, you know, got kind of got my feet wet, kind of saw patients, got comfortable seeing patients, and then mm -hmm. behind the scenes kind of learned the business. And after about four years, the wheels in my head started turning. I was like, all right, I can't really work for somebody my whole life. I've got to do something. Um, so that's where, you know, optometry has like this perfect marriage of entrepreneurship and being a healthcare professional. Because you can be, you know, I, I love being a doctor. It's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, I, I sure. save vision all the time. I've saved a few lives. There's so many things that you can catch for the eye. But then being an optometrist, you get to marriage it with, you know, an optical shop. Mm -hmm. So you get to sell the glasses, you get to sell the contact lenses. And, um, and so, you know, you've got, you know, kind of your, your goods and serv and then you've got your services. And yeah. so you kind of have to figure out, okay, how do I run a business? And then how do I see patients? Sure. So it's, it's, uh, it's intertwined, and, but I enjoy it because I kind of get a little bit of that entrepreneurship thing that, you know, we have inside of us as Chaldeans. Mm -hmm. You always want to do your own thing, have yep. your own business. But then I also get to do my, like, yeah, you know, I'm a doctor too. And I get to examine the eyes and things like that. What yeah. are some of the, uh, the services and then people just walk right in? Yep, so um, you, you've got a couple options. One, like you can make an eye exam. You know, we'll check your prescription, see if you need glasses, see if you need contact lenses. And then, you know, based off our eye exam, I make recommendations. Hey, um, you know, this is what you need to protect your eyes from the sun. This is how it can lead to cat. You know, we talked about your computer demands, uh, how your eyes are really tired. And then I, you know, take you out to the optical and then, you know, look at glasses. Then there's so many different lenses that you can choose. We can do computer fatigue lenses or anti-fatigue lenses. We can do reading glasses. We can do nighttime driving glasses. We can do prescription sunglasses. So it's kind of my job to kind of educate you on what is going to be the best solution for you to meet all the visual demands that you have. You know, your visual demand here is different than your visual demand at home versus you sitting at the desk for 12 hours a day. To talk about some of the symptoms that people are probably feeling and going through that that don't that don't understand that it's it's eye related. Um, yeah. So um, you know, listen, COVID. We've all been working from home, right? Everybody's staring at the <clears> computer. <throat> we're staring at our phones 10, 12 hours a day. We do everything from here now. So you actually forget to blink a lot of times when you're doing near tasks when you're staring at the computer because you're just so engrossed in that activity. So when you forget to blink your tear layer breaks up a little bit and then your eyes become dry. So if you feel like your eyes are constantly watering, you know, that's actually a sign of dry eye because your corneal reflex is saying, hey, I'm not producing enough tears, keep sending tears, keep sending tears. And people are like, why are my eyes so watery? And they're actually dry. Um, so you can have kind of computer-related dry eye symptoms. Your eyes are always red, uh, they're itching, they're burning. So all those are just like, you know, uh, symptoms associated with just near complaints of just not, you know, and then there's external factors too, right? You're sitting in your car, you've got the heat blasting at your eyes, it's winter time, you've got the heat blasting everywhere, so now your eyes are drying out from the air around you. Sure. So it's kind of my job to kind of figure out, okay, is it environmental related, is it occupational related? And then we do all the diagnostic testing to kind of vary between the two and then come up with a custom treatment plan. You know, is it over-the-counter eye drops? Is it prescription eye drops? Is mm -hmm. it vitamins? There's, so there's so many different ways to kind of treat a simple disease like dry eye that actually affects a lot of people. Do we as Chaldeans, have like you know large segments of like uh, races have certain diseases or degenerative diseases that happen to them do we as chaldeans have like a unanimous like eye related issue like do we ever run into cataracts or are we like you know prone to 
something else that that do we do you see that or do do we know of anything like that so it really depends on genetics and yeah. Yeah, i kind of get what you're saying so cataracts that's an age-related disease okay. so everyone you hit your 60s you're going to get a cataract no okay. matter who you are so okay. that will happen with age um with with uh, chaldeans there's there's really no discrimination i've okay. seen chaldeans with glaucoma i've seen chaldeans with macular degeneration gotcha. um, i've seen them with retinal holes retinal tears sure. um, there's not one specific diagnosis that's really caught out at me okay. um, but I, for example there was one family i've seen and everybody had narrow angle um, a glaucoma so mm -hmm. basically the drain in their eye was very narrow and their pressures were going really high and they were starting to lose their peripheral vision okay. and a lot of them didn't really know they had it because it's asymptomatic and so i saw one brother and i said hey let me see your sister. I saw the sister, and then I saw the other sister, and they all kind of have, and then, yeah, I'm like, okay, you guys all need to get checked. You guys all have to have the, this procedure mm -hmm. done to kind of correct this so it doesn't become a long-term issue where you can lose your vision. So it can run in families with certain diseases for sure. Yeah, yeah we have it in ours. We um, uh, we had retina pigmentosa, so I, so that, that was something that ran to um, hereditary, but, um, you know, like you said, like, it's, it's, it's the scare to almost say, holy cow, my vision's starting to trip out right now, and then to come see you, is sometimes a little bit of a uh, extra step somebody doesn't want to take, but I mean, I'm sure you'll make them feel comfortable enough when they get them in and get them fixed for up sure. right with for that. Sure. So. so there's this misconception that, you know, I'm 2020, I see gray, I can drive no problem, I yeah. have no issues, right? Well, a lot of times that's the case, right? Mm -hmm. But lurking in the background, you can have diseases that you don't even know you have. You can have high pressure of the eye, you can have retinal tears, retinal holes, and all these things can lead to blindness, and you don't even know it. So, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I, I met a, a gentleman so this is kind of a classic scenario, 45 years old, mm -hmm. you know, everybody in their 40s starts losing their ability to focus up close, and we'll get back to that in a second. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's like, I'm here for my first eye exam in my life, I'm 45. I said, all right, I check his pressures, pressures were over 30. This guy's lost about 60% of the tissue in his optic nerve. Mm -hmm. So he's gonna lose his peripheral vision and we had to save what's left of the central vision. So most likely he'll lose a ton of vision. If he would have been seen in his 20s or his teens and we caught that a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. we could have saved a lot more of his vision. Wow. So, and, and he had no idea, it's just lurking in the background you, and your brain kind of does a good job of hiding it from you unless it's really uh, symptomatic. So I'll tell you something wild that most guys like in our community because we see it so often that they don't get in their head that they should pay attention with their eyes but a lot of them are inside the grow rooms these days and that light is just blaring in their eye and they're not using any protective eyewear in there and it's all UV and everything that's coming in and now besides our community I mean with our customers that I see they're getting little floaters <coughs> yep. that are now coming through their eyes, little black spots that are coming look like a fly zone. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. What can they do about that? So floaters, um, it's it's normal to have little floaters. Basically, you know, consider your eyes like a, an inflated structure, right? And it's inflated uh, like a beach ball, and it's filled with jelly called the vitreous. And so this jelly, it's it moves around, it moves and grooves, and as you get older, it becomes more liquidy. And so as it becomes liquidy, light comes through your pupil, it hits that jelly, and it casts a shadow on your retina. So if you look at a white wall or a blue sky, mm -hmm. you know sometimes you can chase them and you're like, okay, no big deal. And that's very common to have. Um, sometimes floaters can be a cause of concern. So you know you're probably used to seeing the same three or four floaters, right? Mm -hmm. Now if something changes suddenly, like holy crap, I've got 20 new floaters I've never seen before or you're seeing flashes of light. So this is like a lightning bolt going off or a spark going off um, or peripheral vision loss, almost mm -hmm. like a curtain over your vision. Mm -hmm. Now that's in a medical eye emergency. So that you call me ASAP because that could be signs of a retinal hole or a retinal tear or even a retinal detachment. Wow. So if you have a retinal detachment, I mean, it's time of the essence. You need surgery within 24 hours, you know, you, you've got 
you've got to fix that issue. So floaters are not a big deal, but you should, you know, if you've had a bunch of them and you've seen them for a while, mm -hmm. come get checked out. We do a dilated exam. We take pictures of the back of your eye and we make sure those floaters are no big deal. Yep. And if they become a big deal, you know, then we, we cross that bridge when we get there. But it's, that's important to evaluate to make sure nothing's kind of lurking in the background because they can start small and mm -hmm. all of a sudden go big and you just don't realize it. So my daughter has blurred vision in one eye. She's 10 now, but we've, we realized it when she was like four or five and she's been going to the doctor uh, out in, in Ann Arbor. Um, she had a thick lens, to a corrective lens, and then she was supposed to be wearing an eye patch to, to help it. She didn't really wear the eye patch. The lens did, really didn't help. Uh, and so they're talking about surgery as the, the last resort. Mm -hmm. So how, how, how did how did you as a parent come across that at four or five years old? Like how do you they take? They test them in school. They do eye tests in school. And they see one to the other. Then yeah, they just and then take they, them. They okay. catch it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right now, like like it's to you saying that. I walked into Costco and I just same thing. I was like, man, it's about that time. Two years ago, when I started working with him, he had I never in my life used reading glasses. He'd have these glasses on and they'd do this and he'd put them on, and I was like, man, I was like, I was like. Am I going to get to that soon? You know, myself, I'm just saying, like, in my head, you know, sure enough, in less than six months, I realized that I walked into CVS and bought a pair of those reading glasses because this started getting really rough and bad. But now I know, so I want to, I am going to come see you because I'm going to need that. What's the steps? I'm calling your office or how do I make an appointment or how does this all work when we want to get in with you right yeah, now? Yeah, for sure. I want to do an eye exam. Yeah, I got you. Sure. I got you. So... Let's uh, touch on based on you not really be able to read them close. Yep. So everybody in their 40s, uh, majority <coughs> of people. I'm 20, by the way. <laughs> it's right. 29, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Exactly. So they lose their ability to focus up close. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's aging. It's the muscle in the eye not being able to move the lens in the eye like it once did. So you'll start to notice it 42, 43. Oh, shit. I got to hold things a little bit farther. You know, you're making your font bigger on your phone. Your eyes mm -hmm. are getting tired. And usually around 45, 46, 47 is really, really bugs you. So that's called presbyopia, and uh, we have uh, tons of options to kind of correct that. So your first option, reading glasses. You know, you can get over-the-counter reading glasses, and that, that works for some people. We can make custom reading glasses. We can make progressives, which um, have your distance and your reading in the same lens. And then we do contact lenses to correct it, too. So if you don't want to carry that reading glasses around with you, we'll put you in contact lenses so you don't have to mess with glasses anymore. Gotcha. So those are a couple ways to kind of fix that issue. Um, in terms of making an appointment, it's really simple. No, uh, sorry, let me stop of you because this is kind of important for people out there. Yeah. The contact lenses are just for reading, well, you for all purpose, right. but they'll correct the reading issue. Correct. So okay. a couple of different ways we do contacts. First <coughs> is uh, distance vision. That's kind of what most people wear. They put contact in both eyes and it corrects for uh, far, far away. Yep. Um, then we, an old school method to kind of correct for reading is called monovision. So you probably hear people saying, okay, I wear one contact in one eye, or they're kind of, I got a reading eye and a distance eye. So it's an old school way of kind of making your dominant eye see great far away and your non-dominant eye see great up close. And then the newest generation of contacts are called multifocal contacts. So what these work off pupil size and both eyes are corrected for distance and both eyes are corrected for reading. So you don't get that weirdness of monovision, but you get distance vision and you get up close vision in contact lenses. And then you get to shy away from the reading glasses. So I heard you say dominant eyes, so that's not going to affect your shooting. <laughs> yeah, so the, yeah, that's actually it's one of my <coughs> questions I ask people to figure yeah. out a dominant eye. So I have a test I can do, but I say, hey, are you a shooter? Which eye do you look out of your scope on? Or yeah. do you use a Polaroid camera? Which eye would you use on a viewfinder? And that's right. how you can figure out. Because a lot of times people are cross-dominant. They mm -hmm. can be right eye or left eye dominant and right hand. Um, uh, oh, really? That's wild. Yeah. So, so um, 
if if I when I come to you, you can make recommendations based off of that test to see if it's something that I need for whether it's going to be reading. Or for, the distance seems to be fine, but again, you may be able to see something through your test that I don't exactly. realize on a day to day. So finish your thought that I interrupted. That's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to make an appointment, it's really mm -hmm. easy. Um, you can either call our office two four eight two four six four four six six. Or if you jump on our website, uh, mapleicaremi.com, there's a book now button. It's really seamless. You just, uh, all my availability is on there. You upload your inf insurance information, upload your complaints. Everything gets sent to me in a PDF. Um, it's all HIPAA compliant, which is really awesome. And then you're, you're on the books. So you know, I made it really easy. You can just do it from your phone. So as a typical Chaldean, I asked you a typical Chaldean question, <laughs> right? And I said to you, so like your uh, designer fashion, where are you going to have this? You know, I asked the glasses of the Gucci's and all that other stuff, but you, um, you took a different route. And um, I want to talk about that route that you took on the, uh, the lenses and stuff that you're going to be providing. So I know we're going to have a shot of it open, but again, like I know these here, um, the brands that you're going to be working with, you were mentioning is going to be different and because well, of yeah, why. Tell us so, about it. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> to kind of backtrack a little bit. Can I put these on too? Yeah, of course, totally. So, you know, before I got to into optometry school, I was actually an optician. So that's the person who kind of helps you select the glasses. And I worked in the lab too. So I would make the lab or the glasses myself. I'd cut them the lenses. So I kind of fell in love <laughs> with eyewear at that time because it's almost like a piece of art, you know. Uh, the, the lens you recommend, the frame you recommend, it comes out as like this beautiful piece you give to a patient. And it's, it's like jewelry for the face. So that's where I kind of really fell in love with high quality lenses, high quality glasses. So when I kind of started brainstorm, okay, what brands do I want to carry in my office? This was a huge contested debate because, you know, Chaldeans love our brand names, right? Mm -hmm. We want our Gucci's, we want our Prada's, we want our Chanel's. And I was and just trying to see. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to see. <laughs> I was just and, um, and uh, you know, those, those designs are, designers are great, but there's kind of a, a whole background story to a lot of those designers. So um, a lot of the uh, eye care industry is a kind of a big monopoly. So there's a couple big monopolies that actually just pay the licensing fee to use that name Chanel, mm -hmm. use that name Gucci, and then they basically mass produce them on the same assembly lines. So it, it kind of like kind of cheapens it out, and that kind of that craftsmanship you expect from that brand is a lot different than getting a Chanel purse, you know, versus a pair of Chanel sunglasses. If that makes any sense, you know, mm -hmm. one's Go mass ahead. produced mm -hmm. for the for the the masses, mm -hmm. and one's a very unique item to carry in a boutique store. Mm -hmm. um, so I went more of kind of an independent frame line route. So I'm supporting companies. Um, that you probably have never heard of, but are very unique. Mm -hmm. um, so what you, right now you're wearing a brand called Masanaga. Okay. So um, I'm actually the only vendor in Michigan to even have Masanaga in our optical. So that company started in 1905. Wow. Um, and it's one of the first companies in Japan that started making glasses. So those are handmade in a factory. Mm -hmm. um, and the cool thing is the, 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 the factory is the designer, and that's very gotcha. rare. Usually you have the designer and then like six designers will use the same factory. So this designer is their own factory and they make a lot of other designers, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. So they have their hands involved in everything. Sure. Um, and then uh, the, just the craftsmanship that goes into those, yeah. um, it's Japanese acetate. So everything's hypoallergenic. You're not gonna get a rash mm -hmm. on your nose. Mm -hmm. um, the way that they're balanced, the weight is really comfortable. I was gonna tell you, they're very, very light. You know what I'm saying? Usually I'll get that little bother right here right, on, right. The, on the tip of my nose. These are very what, light. What, are the, what, are, what are those something like that cost? Since I mean, you hyped them, you hyped them up. Yeah, pretty so good. Yes. I don't know if we can afford them now. Yeah, so <laughs> retail on a pair of those is roughly around four fifty. Oh, nice. so, so for that brand right there. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, they, this is actually Masanaga as well. So these are. I mean, if you feel how light these are, these are um, um, titanium. So wow. it's pure titanium. It's not an alloy where it's mixed with any other Ooh. precious metals. And uh, I mean, it's really about days eighteen, baby. <laughs> That's what it is. 
Yes, sir. Yeah. So I like to tell people, you know, you go to the second floor of Saks and Neiman's, right? Mm -hmm. You look around, you see all these brands that are really high end. You never really heard of them, but you're sure. like, wow, that's a nice T-shirt for ninety dollars, right? Yeah. But, yeah. And, but mm -hmm. then it, kind of the same thing with glasses. Like these are really well-made glasses. Um, so Masanaga is one of my like flagship lines, and I'm the only one in Michigan to have it, which is pretty awesome. Why? Why is that? Is it an exclusive deal it's, you it's, made? Or? Uh, no, it's an exclusive line. Um, so a lot of people in the area just want to carry what the masses have, right? Mm -hmm. They want to have the Gucci's and the Pradas and the Tiffany's, and that wasn't my style. You know, I I don't want to compete with Facebook Marketplace. I don't want yeah. to compete with eBay. Mm -hmm. All those blends are kind of saturated mm -hmm. all over the place. So I want to offer unique, independent things that you're not going to find at Nordstrom Track. That you're not going to find. Um, uh, you know, with quality. Exactly. I'm, you know? I'm having on right now. This is I'm telling you, like the feeling is just mm. you. Yeah. I could I could actually if I had to rock them, I would put them on for a few hours. For sure. Week. For sure. What are those lenses that he's got in there? So those are just dummy lenses right now. Okay. So they're just plastic. So we pop those out when we make the. Uh, uh, we actually have a lab in our office. Well, what are the lenses? I'm not talking about Junior. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good punchline. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry. So uh, that's what these are. These are the uh, yeah. Those are Mastanali. Yep. 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 Um, so these are pretty cool. These are goatee. So um, goatee is made in Switzerland. So if you kind of read in the inside of this, uh, yeah, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. You got your. <laughs> I need my readers for this one. <laughs> these are sweet. See, I like like I said, just the quality of them being so you know light. Can you, can you get it? Nope. Switzerland, it says. I see Switzerland. Yeah, do you see the word next to that? No, but what he does see <laughs> that he's gonna have right. to, he sees that he's right gonna here. have to see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't read that. All right, so this is Walmart. Uh, no, 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 Walmart. This is Walnut, yeah. right? So this says uh, hand polished by Walfred. So you oh, actually okay. get the person who actually hand polishes. He's in the factory in Boston. Oh, name inside oh, the cool. frame, which is pretty cool. Um, the other line that's pretty cool um, is SALT, and this is a really, really cool line. So um, SALT stands for Sea Air Lined Timeless. And so the whole thing about this company is they're started by a bunch of servers in San Diego. Um, so they're kind of like Newport cool. Beach. Um, so you can actually, like the, their whole model is like we, we serve in the morning and then we go to the office in the afternoon. You see those, these are the kind of glasses that I always buy when I buy glasses. Too. Yeah, so uh, they're all about oh, just wow. taking things off of oh, yeah, there he is. earth, like their colors. Wow, well, yeah. nice. Yeah. For sure. So you see they're how light. that has a, a net, like a matte finish on that? Yeah. So what they do is to get that nice polish, they put them in a tumbler with bamboo rocks and sticks for four days to get all the oh, okay, imperfections okay. out of yep. the frame. So you're paying for a lot of hand craftsmanship, a lot yeah. of quality that went into these frames. That lasts. And they're going to last you, exactly. They're going to last you one year, two years. Mm -hmm. and They have warranties on them as well, which is great. So, you know, if something great, happens, man. manufacturer defect, I'm going to replace it for you. You know, you scratch your lenses, I'm going to replace them for you. We're going to ask the, we're gonna ask we're the viewers, awesome. who are these better? <laughs> AT or JB? Probably AT because he had that, like, Donnie Brasco look. <laughs> Beautiful though. This is great. Thank what you, what thank I want to um, touch on is what you said. Craftsmanship has been lost for a long time oh, yeah. because of mass production. Mm -hmm. So when it's stuff like this, it's important because you want them to last. You know, mm -hmm. this is this is an investment. Exactly. It's not just a you know pair of sunglasses that you just bought and want to wear. For sure. And you, you invest a lot of money in the lenses. I mean, the frame itself has a cost, but the mm -hmm. lenses themselves have an expensive cost as well. So, you know, you want to make sure that you're putting them in a frame that's going to last. You don't want to spend all this money and then the frame breaks in, a, you know, six months and then you're going to get a whole new pair of lenses, whole yep. new pair of frames. And so you, you pay for quality that's going to last you, you know, two, three years. For sure. What else do you want to cover before we close this out? 
Okay. Um, just kind of what we offer. So, you know, we're, we're primary care, so we do eye exams, uh, glasses, contacts. I do a lot of medical co necessary contacts too. So patients that have issue, corneal issues like keratoconus. Um, we have eye emergencies. So if you have an eye emergency, you call our voicemail. There's an on-call line. It goes to my cell phone, you know, 24 seven. So if there's any issues, I'll meet you at the office. I live not too far from the office. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm really excited to be part of the Bluefield Hills community. And So you call it an office, but it's kind of a retail setting? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a full, I mean, we've got a full optical and then we've got two exam lanes, okay. a pre-testing, a lab. So it's a, a full private practice. What, what are the hours there? Uh, so Monday, we're there from 9 to 6. Uh, Tuesday, 5.30 to, I'm sorry, 9.30 to 5. Uh, Wednesdays are a late day, so 10 to 7. Um, Thursdays, uh, 9.30 to 5. And then uh, Fridays, we're closed. And uh, Saturdays, I'm there eight to seven, or eight to two. So. Is that typical for uh, for eye care to be closed on a Friday? Uh, this is just me kind of uh, wrapping up the hours as I kind of build the practice. Oh, cool. So the goal would be, you know, if I, if I build up the practice a little bit more, I can uh, be there six days a week and have another doctor there. So yeah, so let's let's get let's support him and and uh, get him to get seven days a week. Get him can. seven days a week. Yeah, it's different now. We're not doing Sundays off. <laughs> <laughs> it's different for us. Well, sure. it's good is um. Uh, is uh, all your information on your website? Yep. Everything can be found everything on, there, on my so website. Um, we've got in, in the media. description too. Yeah, yep. we'll have everything in the yep. description. Uh, Maple Eye Care MIs, uh, my Instagram, it's our Facebook page as well. So everything can be found on there. The link to book is on there. And yeah, you can check out all our frame lines on our website as well. Awesome. Well, before we close out, uh, we always ask our guests one simple question. Some don't have the answer, some most do, but some don't. Uh, what does it mean to you to be Chaldean? Uh, Oh man, that's that's a good that's a good question. That's why to be Chaldean, I, I, that's family. Yeah, yeah. family. I, you know, I lived in Florida for four years, and people are like, oh my God, you lived in Florida? Why'd you move back? I was homesick. Yeah. You know, I'm one of six kids. I miss my friends. I miss my cousins. That's what it means to be Chaldean. It's family for sure. Do you want to shout anybody out real quick before we go? Nah, yeah, I'll shout out all my siblings and uh, my parents and uh, everybody that's been supporting me along the way. Awesome. Good. Good. Well, best of wishes to our um, to our friend Kevin Summer here with uh, Maple Eye Care. Make sure you support him. It's our new era right now, and we've got a new generation that's doing a lot more things than what we used to do. So let's give this guy uh, so all the support that he deserves. I'll definitely be seeing you myself. Please do. All the information that you've uh, got to watch and see on this interview will be at the bottom of the captions here below. Make sure you guys hit like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, you'll see us anywhere from Spotify, iTunes, and any other platform, YouTube, and many others to be able to listen to our podcast. And uh, from myself, Anthony, Kevin Summa, Maple Eye Care, we are signing off with Keeping Up with Caldeans. Take it, buddy. Cool.